selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie. Eric Siska, what is that oh movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang, only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw, folks. Come on out the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Los Angeles. We're friends, right? So, you know, friends come to friends things. Next week, September 22nd, we're going to be at the Hollywood Improv. The 8 p.m. sold out, but good news that there's a 10 p.m. show on Batman and Robin. All right. So, what you're going to do is go to, go to hollywood.improv.com and uh, September 22nd, Thursday night, 
Batman and Robin right there on their calendar. I'll see you there. Today on the program, We Hate Movies kicks off our seventh season by talking about The Substitute 2. School's out. Oh, God. No. Here we go. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And We Hate Movies. everyone, welcome back to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Guys, how was summer break? Oh, it was great, man. Yeah. I, I lost so much weight and I gained it again. <laughs> oh, oh, yo-yo, say that. <laughs> oh, yo-yo, that comes into play later in it the does. film. Oh, that's right. Oh, this we'll is our uh, back-to-school episode. That's right, for all and, you poor bastards going back to school. And you said the, uh, the subtitle, I guess, is it a subtitle when they do a colon... It's the substitute two schools out. I don't know if there's a colon inserted but anywhere. Why is it? Oh, it's like Star Trek into darkness. <laughs> <laughs> but why is it schools out? It should be schools in. Yeah, schools it gives, back in session. No, because it gives them a, an excuse to play a terrible cover of Schools Out for the Summer by oh, Alice Cooper. My mother is that the worst thing <laughs> that I've ever heard. A quick note on the whereabouts of Chris Cabin, because I think oh, people are worried. Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, we've, been, we've been yo-yoing with people's hearts, by the way. He's back stateside. He's back on the show. He's going to be on as many episodes. We're, we're mostly doing four-person episodes for season seven. Yes. But it's going to bounce around depending on availability. So right. sometimes I, mean, I won't be here. Sometimes Eric won't be here. Thank God. I love those episodes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you know, Chris is getting settled back into life in the United States after right. so many years abroad. He's being screened uh, on suspicion of being a terrorist. I thought he was you, in court. I think you have to know. They I saw th- his shoes and was like, "This is a refugee line right here, sir." <laughs> I thought he's being quarantined like a dog, <laughs> like a dog has to stay in quarantine for six months when you move to a different country. <laughs> Pretty much. So he's going to miss a couple episodes at the top, but he will be back. He will be back. Just an FYI. And other things are changing too here on the We Hate Movies. Yeah. Before we get into the substitute two, possibly colon, possibly not colon, schools out. Right. We got to reveal. M dash school is out. We got to <laughs> reveal a couple things. Like first of all, I've been a ghost the whole time <laughs> that is true mm-hmm. uh steve and i are the same person mm-hmm. uh it's just one it's one body doing two voices when you've seen us live one it's, of them is an actor try to guess which one i think you'll be pleasantly surprised uh the plants are alive and they're trying to kill you uh mm-hmm. that's a real thing that's yeah. going on right I now i just love the idea of it. it's, it's just one one podcaster and a lonely ghost <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad uh, none of that is true. However, we do have a Patreon, which is online, y'all. Oh, that's so cool. That that's is like a real <laughs> podcast. They do that, right? Now now we're a real podcast. Okay. Now, we're, now we're asking for money. Well, now we, have we are spent... an real podcast. <laughs> Yikes. Welcome to our real podcast, my podcast about our real monsters. I like how we make fun I of things that are exactly... I double dare you to listen to that. <laughs> I, I like how we make fun of things that are exactly us. <laughs> like It's just like, oh man, imagine we were only slightly different that'd be stupid (laughs) man minute by minute (laughs) exactly Exactly. that's that's what uh, you call riding on a high horse (laughs) yeah you should always punch down (laughs) no it's punch up 
So we have this thing set up, patreon.com slash we hate movies. You can go there. You can become a monthly patron of the show. And we just want to quick go over. And then we'll get to the substitute two calling schools out. <laughs> Literally, no one in the world's like, when are they going to talk about the substitute two? Dude, there's, well, Treat Williams is listening right now. And he's <laughs> like, I remember making this movie. Get to it. Uh, so, anyway, so here we go. Here are the tiers. You can, again, go to patreon.com slash we hate movies, but we figured we'd spell it out for people a little bit. That's such an easy link. Patreon.com slash we hate movies. Yeah, that's right. It's mm-hmm. convenient. Mm-hmm. So, $2 a month. Hey. Thanks a lot. Thanks well, for no, contributing. Sincerely, thanks. No, no, sincerely, it's thank a, you. That's for people who are like, I don't have a, a ton of cash, but maybe I want to. Because people have had, mm-hmm. have said this to us, like, I want to throw you guys money. We we've had the donation thing up there. It's been like weird, and people we don't really plug it that much. It's little kind of scatter an, shot, yeah. But if you're like, hey, I like those guys. I just want to, you know, I'm going to take out what a two liter of soda costs and give that to <laughs> these guys a month just because I enjoy the content. Good for yeah. you. And we do. This show is powered on two liters of soda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I mean, like, keep them coming, and it's a real sincere thank you for those people, and it's it's awesome. It, it would be super nice if you did that, and you get access to a brand new feature, mm-hmm. which is a uh, a newsletter that yeah, a monthly a monthly newsletter. Right. It's going to have in studio uh, uh, photographs of us. It's going to have sort of a what are we watching kind of a thing. Well, mm-hmm. a little a little blurb about what people are into these days, and just some recaps and fun stuff, and, and you know, it'll be a fun little newsletter for those two dollars a month that's what you get uh so three dollars a month just for one dollar more you get all that other stuff plus access to animation damnation yep you don't know what that is animation damnation once a month we are talking about a bad cartoon uh an episode of a bad cartoon whether it's something from you know our childhoods that were beloved and now we realize are terrible uh or things we've never heard of so anyway that's that's tier two Tier three, eight dollars or more. You get all that other stuff. AD, the newsletter, the big thank you from the bottom of our fat hearts. And on top of that, month in advance access to each of the four yearly commentaries we will be putting out. That's right. We are now committed. We're going to be doing four a year, right? Four commentaries a year. So you get a commentary a quarter. Yeah. As it is. Yeah, a month before it goes on sale. And you're getting that for free as well. Obviously, we're not going to charge you for the commentary that you're already paying well, for. Well, right. But you're... there's also something else happening in this tier, which is pretty exciting. Something new. A, something a different. A big new bonus show premiering. Patreon exclusive. Yes. It's, uh, it's called The Nexus. And it's us talking about Star Trek, the original series, and Star Trek, The Next Generation. Yeah, and what we're going to be doing is we're going to it's basically a Star Trek recap show, but the twist is <laughs> we're going to be do we're going to do TOS and TNG at the same time. Each mm-hmm. episode is going to have two episodes starting with uh, the original series episode, The Cage. The Cage. And, and the two-part uh, TNG episode, Encounter at Farpoint. Oh, oh, take us to Farpoint Station, Mr. Data. <laughs> Go through Star Trek with us? That's right. a fun idea. Because we're just going in order. Right. We're not going to be skipping around. We're no. just going to go through every single episode of these things until we die. It's sort of like a Star Trek watch club, basically. Mm-hmm. So $8 a month, you get the newsletter, the thank you, which is just kind of like a general thank you. Yeah. Uh, 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 animation damnation, access to the commentaries a month in advance, and this new show, The Nexus. So... As of this recording, the Patreon is live. It went live September 1st. It is live. It's ready to go. Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Now, on to the episode. 
The substitute to School's Out from 1998, great year, by the way. The best. Uh, directed by Steve Pearl, not Steve Earl, by the way. He was not directing bad sequels. Uh, Steve Pearl. Who the hell uh, is Steve Earl? Steve Earl is a great musician. Oh. oh. Jesus Christ. Wait, what did he do? The uh... He's a great like country blues man. I knew it was going to be country. <laughs> <laughs> the name Earl just gives that right away, doesn't it? First or last name is going to be Earl. Well, regardless of your ignorance to Steve <laughs> Earl, this is Steve Pearl, and this is the substitute to, this is the Behringer-less substitute to, minus a photo in some guy's wallet. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a spiritual remake. It, it, it's basically a remake. Yeah. They, well, see, what happens is Tom Behringer goes back in time. Yes. And then the gang follows him through the portal. Oh, no. And then it, like, changes things, right? And then, like, uh, Tom Behringer's dad dies earlier. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is Treat Williams at the helm. By the way, I Mike, like I like Treat Williams. He is so, a treat. He's I mean he's he's a delight. He's also always kind of creepy, which is a good thing. It's a good creepy thing. And whenever I think about him, I imagine something. And then whenever I see him, he's ten years older than I thought. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't think he was going to look this old in '98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an older gentleman. He is. Uh, you know, there's a bad sign for this movie. Like right at the start, the company that like produced it it's just live entertainment well, and you're like okay i've definitely seen that on a vhs too. no yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big vhs i mean the thing i like about this movie it's like an in, a 90s indie new york movie like it is you think like steve buscemi john Turturro, michael imperioli or richard edson are just going to show up at any second <laughs> oh absolutely. or they're making a better movie around the block <laughs> <laughs> more than likely the cast of little odessa shows up <laughs> Michael Moriarty walked down from the set of Law and Order to see what was going on oh, at the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, this is like this is like a, a like a C grade uh, Little Odessa kind of movie. Can we get into how bad this cover of the the Alice Cooper song is? Yes, let's let's get into it. It took me forever to realize it was even that, and I was like, because there's so much like jazzy fart synth piano in this. It's fart rock. It's a fart rock cover of Alice Cooper, and it's distracting. And it's it, the funny thing is, it's not even real. It's not a band that does this. If you look at the end of the thing, it's just like three studio musicians. They just shoved at this cover. Yikes! Like learn pay- how to play this in an afternoon. Could have used some Steve Earle. <laughs> Steve Earle would have made a fucking fantastic cover of School's Out, parentheses, for the summer. Just an FYI. I believe you. So, uh, Treat Williams is yet a, is another mercenary turned substitute teacher, which I think in this universe there are no fewer than four mercenaries turned substitute teacher or teacher. Well, that's like the after, that's the, the, the retirement plan. I guess so. Like, it's, isn't in the first one... Because it's the same universe. Treat mm-hmm. Williams used to work with Tom Berenger on other mercenary missions. It's your classic, oh, hey, you just missed him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but doesn't he recruit like other mercenaries in that first movie to go undercover with him? No, but like, not, not all as substitute yes. teachers. Like one guy's like a cable guy yeah. or something. Or yeah, so, someone's so. working for like the phone company. Luis Guzman is there. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dude uh, who played Tuco on mm-hmm. Breaking Bad. Richard Raymond Cruz. Uh, whose character crosses over into this movie, but he does not. Oh, does it? Did they mention oh, that no. Joey Six guy? Oh, what? that's. Yes. Oh, no, that's, that's not supposed to be. That's supposed second. to be Tuco. 
That's Tuco's character. Oh, wow. Okay, that sucks. All right, hashtag not my Tuco. <laughs> not at all. Okay, that, that, I, that I missed because it doesn't make sense because this guy looks a lot like Richard Edson, to be quite honest. He's like a Z-grade Richard Edson. That yeah. is the most disappointing news I've heard all <laughs> s- summer and fall. Yeah, that's you know the guy. Fuck that dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of uh, Breaking Bad, we open this movie with Ted Benicky getting killed. Oh, right. He's the he's the brother who gets executed <laughs> at the beginning of the movie because it's there's a car. I mean, like this this movie takes place in Seinfeld's New York, where everyone's driving cars. Like this is this yeah. high school is like Seinfeld High because like everyone. <laughs> well, it's a little different. There's black people in this movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So that's that's not Seinfeld High. Right. But it's like everyone's driving to and from school mm-hmm. there's car like carjackings are crazy all because, of a sudden well this is the interesting thing about this movie and we were sort of talking about this off the air but like this movie and all other movies like it um well all other movies like this movie i should say it's always california yeah but this movie for whatever reason is just set in brooklyn and it's like weird because mm-hmm. all of those things like driving around the gang is always hiding as the auto body shop class yes. which is what this movie is too there's none of that going on here man yeah. like that's I'm- a los angeles or suburb thing <laughs> i also think it was just like oh we're making the sequel how do you make it worse let's put them in more of a war zone <laughs> yeah, late 90s new york city new york city schools oh <laughs> i read the news <laughs> Substitute to I read the news. <laughs> Rip from the headlines. So uh, um, this woman is getting carjacked, and Ted Benicky's, I guess, going home. He's like, just walking gr- home. The grocery store? Well, he's a teacher at the school. Okay. And he's walking home, you know, probably from, like, tutoring. Sure. Or yeah. Monitoring a light detention sesh. Maybe and you know a chaperoning be... a nice dance. <laughs> oh, that could be. A nice mid-afternoon dance. <laughs> he also just so happens to be a mercenary turned teacher, as so many are. <laughs> Listen, Steve, I don't know why you're like, you don't want our veterans to have jobs when they get back. <laughs> First of all, mercenaries are not veterans. Yeah, sure that's they, a good well, call. No, I'm mean, sure they are. They just, uh, they were, they just stayed a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, super seniors, colon, mercenaries? Aren't mercenaries generally, like, pretty loaded, though? Aren't mercenaries usually, I mean, they're always doing jobs for, like, $80,000. Yeah. Like, how are you, like, a, when you retire from being a mercenary, how is it, like, you can't just retire. You gotta have a job. Gambling problem, probably? Oh, that might be. I'm sure the tax man <laughs> No, that's no the... mercenaries aren't paying taxes. I know, but the thing is, like, you gotta look like you got a respectable job. It's gonna I be see. on the book. I oh, see. You know, you're, like, laying low. Right. So, so he shoves his fat nose into this fucking car. Like, dude. Rule number one in New York, you keep walking. You see a car jacket, none of my business. Yeah, yeah. No, that she is already dead. I'm sorry <laughs> you're seeing this, but just keep going. Like, I will report a strange bag left alone on the subway. Mm-hmm. That's about as I, far I, I'll, as I'll, re- I'll report that carjacking from two blocks away. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll run away. Yes. I'll run away and then call in some dude jerking off on the corner. <laughs> but I'm not going yeah. up to that dude like, hey, buddy, quit jerking <laughs> off over there. I'm not even doing that. I'm leaving a note. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? Someone was jerking off here? That's I not mean, helpful. Yeah. That's just like saying, oh, there's air in the world. There's somebody who's jerking off in New York City. Great. Thanks for the note. They or, do it all the time. Yeah, they do. People are jerking off left and right. They're on the trains nonstop. <sighs> so these, these two <laughs> teens... 
are are carjacking this woman. This guy's like, "Hey, buddy, hey, stop it!" And yeah, then like, "Get your damn hands off!" And he's like doing the thing of like, "You don't have to do this. You're gonna throw your whole life away," which is fine. But then he grabs the gun and clearly gets shot in the chest like no less than fifteen times. <laughs> yeah, there's you know there's also another huge mistake thrown in there. He definitely says to the to the like carjackers. Like, he lets them know that he knows their students from the high school. Big mistake. Like, what are you doing calling these kids out and then saying, like, they're throwing away their lives? Yeah. And what? Like, no, dude. Mm. No. It's just, if anything, it's a let the girl go situation. Yes. And that is that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, grabbing the Nobody gun. needs to get hurt here kind of a deal. Yep. Which I wouldn't do. But, sure, if you're a real hero. <laughs> if you really have to play a hero, but, make uh, it that far. The real, real... Um... The blame should probably sit on the woman because she runs away from her carjacking and then she gets shot for it. Yeah, that's true. That's sort of what starts everything because then the teacher makes a move. Yeah. Well, because he spooks Yeah, she spooks him. You know, right. you never want to look, somebody's got a gun on your hands up. Let's just figure this out together. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Exactly right. So cut to that guy's funeral because <laughs> he is just dead. This this student, this high school student, finishes this guy off too because mm-hmm. he comes like, back and shoots him again. Yeah, it's like a shot, and then the other kids like, "What are you doing? You took this too far. We we're just gonna rob her." And he's like, "Oh yeah, well fuck this guy." And it's like another four slugs in the chest. Well, he also says, "So long, teach," which yes. is just like, come. <laughs> First of all, no one's called anyone teach since the days of Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> You're not murdering a teacher in the street, then calling him teach. Um, what's his face? wasn't calling Mr. Hands teach at any point. Oh, Spicoli? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Did Spicoli throw in a teach here and there? I'm not sure. I gotta rewatch The Adventures of Jeff Spicoli. I'm I'm due for a, a Fast Times rewatch. Yeah. Or maybe a, is, a, is Mark Harmon being called teach in summer school or not so much? Oh, maybe. that's a definite possibility. <laughs> I think Chainsaw and the other guy might call him teach or something. Yeah. That'd be a great opening to summer school, too, is Mark Harmon getting shot in the chest. <laughs> Colin, school's out. <laughs> that would be school's out because yeah. he's being laid in a grave. Because then, and then Christy Alley has to put together the pieces. Oh yeah, she, and wait, then she, the body? <laughs> no, she has to like take down the gang. She has to like reassemble to assure the EMS that this is a body. <laughs> no, it's not just ground raw meat. It was a man. Wow, that is an assassination you're describing. <laughs> it's like something from The Exterminator. 1980. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, cut to military funeral. Taps is going on. We're folding the flag. And Treat Williams shows up just a little bit late. He's, dude, here's the thing. It's, it's and, and like, it's, it's the, it's a really loosely attended funeral. It's yeah. his daughter who will meet, uh, and this, this, this love interest who will also meet. And they're just kind of sad. And then Treat Williams is like coming up in the back and he's got a duffel bag. Like straight from the airport, Treat Williams. Are you kidding me? Do not bring luggage to my funeral. This is this is my request to both of you and anyone listening. Do not bring luggage to my funeral. Like leave it outside the like the, the cemetery gate. That'd be on the nice. Other side of the cemetery wall. Or just show up on time and leave it at the hotel. Well, because here's it- the thing. Yeah. Travel shampoo should never enter a graveyard. Steve, is it okay if I hide it behind your tombstone? 
Like maybe if I get there a little early. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, messenger bags too. You can't just like have you. Oh, I want to read a book on the train. So I'm going to have what? a messenger bag oh, at your geez. funeral. Well, how selfish are you? You got to think of me on the way home. <laughs> yeah. I would like some rumination. Right. FYI, if any of us goes first, Chris Cabin's bringing a messenger bag to our funeral. Oh, and a, of course. And a Diet Coke to boot. <laughs> <laughs> you better at least pour some out of my soil, my fresh soil. One for podcasters fallen. <laughs> so, uh, ashes to ashes, Dorito dust to Dorito dust. <laughs> it's Spiritu Santi and something in Klingon. <laughs> Kalush Kalash. <laughs> so he's late. He's got this luggage, and then so like he meets up with the niece, and it's like. Oh, I haven't seen you since before you developed into a woman, which is always fucking terribly awkward conversation. Sorry to derail here, but I had a great idea, and I think we should Ooh, we yeah. should all do this. Yes, it should, we should put our names in a hat, and whoever pulls it out pulls out the wrong thing has to do their funeral in Klingon, like a full wow. Klingon funeral, like so, like drawing a short straw. Yeah, draw the short straw. It's like <laughs> oh full man, Klingon funeral. Wow. <laughs> but what are like? What are some of the traditions of a Klingon funeral? I don't know. Because well, you, you can't just have a Christian funeral yeah. in Klingon. No. no. <laughs> it's probably like eating gross spaghetti, <laughs> whatever else There's they definitely did. consuming live worms. You might be cutting out my heart and everybody has to eat a piece of it. <laughs> that I think is kind of cool. But you're also being called a brave warrior, which is not too bad. Oh, that's right. true. It's also you're... a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyone's funeral is a bunch of lies being thrown around. That's true. I'm just saying God's watching. You might as well have a Klingon funeral. I would like Chris to have a Klingon funeral. Well, he's not here, so there it is. That's, if right, you're listening, we, Chris. decided. Hey, Chris Cabot, FYI, when you go yeah. Klingon style, baby, my apologies to your mother in advance. Yeah. They'll be startled when I show up in a dress uniform from the Klingon Empire. <laughs> oh, we're not doing this? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so she's like oh you know um because you gotta save it for later this little detail uh oh yeah you know my dad was teaching me karate and treat williams is like oh that's cool anyway on with the movie well no, it's 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 hilarious because she's like you know you, you you never call you never write you're never around blah 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 and she's like did you know he taught me karate and she like, gives him like a sidekick and it's like <laughs> and he's like yeah whatever so <laughs> it's like he he determines you know that his his brother was murdered by someone at the school so he's gonna do the old substitute gag <laughs> well because again he call he calls up joey six who is this other guy not raymond cruz no but and is familiar with the events from the first film you think joey six is related to tom Six by any chance, or not so much? The director of the Human Centipede movies? <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe uh, that's 50, what he did after being a mercenary. Yeah, 50 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're saying Joey Six uh, became Tom, Tom Six? Is entirely possible. Oh, that's entirely after, possible. He, he did, uh, he, I bet some mercenary out there has made a human centipede. Oh, like a real one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you that's happened. Wait. I didn't see past that first one. Has anyone seen all of those movies? I've seen all three in theaters. And you know you... that. You just want me to admit it. <laughs> oh, I sure did. Oh, God. That's <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Yeah, the second two are not watchable. They That first one's not watchable. Th- the first one looks like a master class in directing compared to the second two. <laughs> so he was then like slowly becoming like Tom 5 and Tom 4. <laughs> His directing powers were depleting. <laughs> 
Now is the centipede getting longer? What's oh yeah, how oh, they it's, it's it becoming yeah, the it's sec- like seventy people. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's always getting longer. And the second one, it's like a fantasy. It's like in spot. It's inspired by the events of the first one. It's some weird fat guy jerking off, and he's like, "Oh, that's awesome!" <laughs> Wait, so it was about the audience. Yeah, it's it is kind of a fuck you. Oh, you like this movie, you idiot! Right? Because in the second one, is it true that like the movie Human Centipede exists? Yes, and it's someone like the fat guy's like mimicking what he saw in the movie, basically. Yeah. Fuck that! And then the third one, I think the movie Human Centipede, both of them mm. exist, and, and it's they're like, in outer space. <laughs> well, no, it's a it's a weird southern prison that doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, it's a comment on our uh, prison industrial complex. Yeah, yeah, that guy's a genius. <laughs> So Joey Six comes to town, and it's that whole, like, oh, man, haven't seen you since Nicaragua, uh-huh. or whatever the else missionary speak they do. Uh, not missionary. Well, I mean, if you were a missionary, you might not have seen somebody since Nicaragua. We're talking mercenaries. <laughs> oh, mercenaries. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> missionaries and mercenaries. They, the ships that pass in the night. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, a lot of work for hire things. Why isn't that a movie? I mean, maybe it is. Maybe, like, a mercenary goes to a missionary. Oh. You know? Like, maybe there's, like... I feel like that could be the plot of a shitty Mel Gibson movie. Yeah, that no one like there's see. villagers that need killing for not, res- <laughs> oh, he- not respecting the Bibles. Oh, yeah, those villagers idea. need killing. <laughs> it's like, oh, you go, to a, you go to a villager, a missionary, you strike out. You're like, I don't know if I get a mercenary here. Put the fear of God in them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Old Testament stuff. So Joey Six is like, oh, well, this thing that Tom Berenger did seemed to work out okay. I guess you could do that. And I guess I'll be on your team. Cut to him like, oh, how's Tom Berenger doing? And this dude opens a wallet with pictures of Tom Berenger and his lady friend from the first movie. Publicity stills, we call those. Yeah, oh, without question. And like Treat Williams is like, oh, you always carry around other people's photographs in your wallet, which is a great point. <laughs> <laughs> they say that he's, he's teaching in, in, in Costa Rica now. So what the hell is the, the teacher thing? It's like... It, it's happening. Well, it's I like think, no, no, but I think that he's teaching like... Like, mercenaries oh, at that point. I, I, Here's my hand-to-hand combat. What are the odds? You know what I mean? Like It just <laughs> so happens that two mercenaries used to be friends, and they both found their the only way to avenge their brother and or girlfriend was to propose as a, a substitute teacher in a public school and kill a bunch of kids <laughs> and also kill somebody that's actually using the school as a front for a nefarious criminal organization. What are the odds? I would say what are the odds to the nefarious uh, criminal organization part because like Treat Williams is inspired by what Tom Berenger did. Oh, okay. It's not like he has the idea independent of it. I feel he's like... I heard that Behringer did that thing. Why don't I do that? Better call in Behringer. What's that? A busy signal? Maybe I'll try Joey Six. <laughs> this is now turning into what Human Centipede Two exactly. is. Maybe he watched the Substitute One. Yeah. And an, an, an unlike Human Centipede Two, we don't get a grosser looking Matt Little. We get a we get Tree Williams, who's a better looking Tom Behringer. That Tree is Williams. right. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's a handsomer Tom Behringer. That's for sure. And you can you know what when he speaks, you can understand. Understand him, which is great, nice and clear. I'm not big of a fan of that, though. What understanding I, I mean, what Tree Williams says? Yeah, I kind of miss that Tom Berger. <laughs> no, but this is more like a he's he's got like this midwestern like creepy drawl. You ever see this movie? Oh God, I can't think of the name of it. It's like Henry based... Portrait of a Serial Killer. <laughs> yes, I have. It's it's just Treat Williams trying to get like uh, uh, Laura Dern to go on a ride with him. 
And like it's like he's what? clearly gonna rape and kill her. It's like and it, like he's basically breaking into her. It's like a home invasion movie almost. Oh, this sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. I don't know that I've seen it though. It's a terrifying Treat Williams performance. Wow. Yeah. Well, because he's he is that subdued. Like I could blow it. at any second, mm-hmm. and it's not like he's about to boil over. Like it would be like flipping a light switch, mm-hmm. and he would just become a mass murderer. Yeah, it's it's a secret Tom Berenger dad. Like it's like a <laughs> Tom Berenger dad you don't want to fuck with. So Those he's the... even more dangerous. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of like that. It's hidden in plain sight. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to this lady that was also having sex with his brother, goes over for yes. dinner there in one of many dinner scenes, <laughs> and is like, hey, by the way, uh, I want to avenge my brother. Could you? She, she's like, oh, are you a teacher? He's like, of sorts, which is like, yikes. But anytime yeah, yeah. anyone says of mean? sorts... An answer to an honest question is a bit creepy to me. And in the in the in the instance of "Are you a teacher?" it's fired for dating a student. If <laughs> if the response is of sorts, of sorts, aka I slept with a student and was fired. Well, then she asks, "Oh, are you a karate teacher?" And he says, "Oh, yes, on a much larger scale, like what <laughs> giant karate?" Yes, <laughs> I, I I loved that line, sort of, but on a much larger larger scale. Global karate. <laughs> I was just thinking he's training Cobra. Oh, oh my God. He might be right. working for Cobra. Yeah. Mercenary teaching karate, much larger scale. Much this all larger scale. He, or at least I bet, the, I bet he's in New York City because he's on, he's on contract with the Foot Clan. Oh, oh man. <laughs> he's just passing through. <laughs> Him and Sam Rockwell. Yeah. This show is sponsored by Better Help. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. 
So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Dude, so there's another iffy part of this whole situation at this dinner which yes there are several dinner scenes because in these kinds of movies it's important to sit down for a nice hot meal every now and again <laughs> just collect your thoughts let just the movie slow in. to a dead crawl yeah uh-huh. uh where he like he basically lays out to her like hey so this is what i want to do to avenge my brother i want to infiltrate the school that you work at and pretend to be a substitute teacher and she's like oh okay great uh and he starts going like so uh, who's going to fill in for my brother? And she's like, they'll probably get a substitute. And he's like, well, you think I could be that substitute? And she's like, well, we'd have to get you a teaching certificate. That would take a couple days. I was like, a couple days? Isn't that a thing you have to like study for and well, pass exams for? I think this is another thing like in the first movie where they, they hacked the system. Well, they hacked the system, yes. Right. And you see that all play out. And part of Behringer's team like gets him all those fake credentials where it's like, oh, you worked at the prestigious blah, 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 and whatever. This one, they're like, ah, fuck it. We're just going to fill out a form. It'll take a couple days. Like, Cut- what, what a downgrade. Cut to next day. He's still dressed. Again, he... He's dressed this entire time in like J.C. Penny Edge, like colon the Edge selection. Like it's for mercenaries. Oh, nice! I like it. You know, it's 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 a little baggier. Not not necessarily because it's ninety eight, but because it's like he needs that mobility. Well, that's mm-hmm. the thing. You got to be able to whip a leg around really quickly, right? And you got to have like some baggy ish khakis. <laughs> you definitely have to have a corduroy jacket, which he's wearing this entire movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, bravo acing the substitute teacher uniform <laughs> so he's this school is like it's not that bad of a school but there's like a, a an abandoned wing where they put all the bad kids like there's the high school where it's like ah, eh, like it's not that great it's just like a an underfunded inner city high school kind of a thing uh but then there's another part that i think the wing is connected to like a haunted insane asylum. <laughs> it's Arkham, you think? Dude, when he when he asks like where this room is, like on day one, they're like, Oh, better get up and go through whatever, and you know, it's gonna take you a while to get through security or something. And you're like, What the fuck? And he walks from a seemingly okay but shitty high school into like this hellscape it's, where there's metal detectors and barbed wire. It's night and day. And there's, like, graffiti on the wall for some reason. Like, wouldn't it be nicer if there's that much security? <laughs> yes, there would be security there. Like, also, like, wouldn't the whole school need metal detectors? Why are some kids allowed to bring guns to school and others aren't? Well, that's the thing. The bad kids... <laughs> you lost your privileges. <laughs> the bad kids that are putting these, like, you know, put in this haunted wing or whatever where the fucking frighteners took place. <laughs> like... They could go to the nicer part of the school with the guns and kill people. Yes. It doesn't... Oh, my God. It's so... Like, there's, like, thunder crackling and someone's, like, screaming in the distance. It's really weird. I think it might be the upside down. 
<laughs> oh, I see what's going on. Tom, uh, Tom, Tree Williams walked into like a tree vagina <laughs> and came out into this scary version of high school. It's all cold for some reason. <laughs> Uh, we have, we've also got B.D. Wong in this movie. I would call him Biceps D. Wong in this movie because he is jacked. He's so fucking jacked in this movie. He's lit up. It's awesome. It's kind of funny to see B.D. Wong play a heavy, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, he's the villain of the movie. Second build, by the way. Yeah, no, it's awesome. That's how bad this cast is. And he's, po- <laughs> and he's posing as a, as a good, as a good fella. Uh huh. He's so, like a gym teacher, a shop teacher. He's a shop teacher. Shop, and he's a coach. And uh, Oh, that's right. He's yeah. the soccer Coach. That's why he's just constantly wearing that whistle. <laughs> just in case things get out of hand. Just in case a soccer practice breaks out. And like he's telling Treed Williams to be like, 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 oh, don't get discouraged. Don't listen to these these broken men who are like the other teachers in the school that just like hate the students. It's your classic um, bad school teachers, uh, what do you call it? Their teacher's lounge The teacher's lounge scenes where it's like, again, there's someone who's always sleeping. There's a person who's crying. Someone's putting liquor into coffee. Mm -hmm. Everyone's smoking. The the bug guy, one of the bug guys from Silence of the Lambs is there. Paul Lazar. I gave him a ride home one time. Oh, really? (laughs) Dude, so Paul Lazar. Was he hitching? (laughs) No, this is great. Paul Lazar. Um, he came to where I work to do a screening of... Um, and he was never seen again. <laughs> yeah, I killed him. Uh, no, put a he, bug in his mouth. Because he's, uh, he's in Bong Joon-ho's um, uh, The Train movie. Oh, Snowpiercer. He, he's in Snowpiercer. Um, I was and, like, click, 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 train. I and he's also, in, uh, he's also in uh, The Host. Bong Joon-ho's The Host. So we had a screening of... of um, the train movie, and he came up for it, Snowpiercer, and it's like a great movie. with some other people, like Bong Joon Ho was there, yeah. uh, and like did a Q and A, and then afterwards it was like, oh, he had just missed a train, and I was like, I'll give you a ride back to the city, Paul Lazar, and he was like, cool, can you hook me up with like this train line? And I was like, yep, I drove him to a subway stop. Oh, that's cool. He's a very nice man. That's very nice. In this movie, he's playing a teacher that has given up on everything except making fun of the dead. <laughs> Yeah, he's really having a lot of fun at Ted Benneke's expense. He is talking shit about this guy, calling him stupid for, like, caring about the kids, yeah, trying to make a difference. Yeah. You see what it got him? Yeah. yeah. And then he, start, he starts awkwardly doing, like, the pow, pow, like, finger gunning <laughs> everyone, all these depressed teachers at this table. I would have thought, like, this guy would come back because he's, like, a, a known actor and, like, right. maybe he gets killed or something. I don't know. Yeah, more than one scene of Paul Lazar, preferably him getting thrown out a window for his words <laughs> earlier in the film. But uh, he doesn't. So we get Treat Williams' teacher. And like, it's always a weird thing in these movies where, and this happens in The Substitute as well, like, what kind of class structure is this because he only teaches history to nine kids right eight minutes a day (laughs) is is what it seems to be and shock of all shocks it always somehow manages to wiggle its way back to vietnam yeah it's just no matter what we're like dude we're talking about the revolution yeah 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 vietnam yeah yeah you know what vietnam was a revolution for america too let's talk about that instead (laughs) you're just like Okay. There are certain people of that generation. That's all they want to talk about. But there's no like, hey, well, let's open our chapter to our textbooks to unit number one. Like, what unit- were you studying before your teacher was murdered? I'm not just gonna come in and casually give you firsthand accounts of Vietnam. That's not actually helpful. No, that's but you know the, what? It's on the regions. Listen. <laughs> yes. 
he doesn't give a shit. Though. Yeah, yeah, you know true. what I mean. Like he's there to find out who killed his brother. Sure. The most history he can talk about is Vietnam. It's the history he made. Exactly. No, it's the same thing with Tom Berenger. Yeah. That's why Tom Berenger is also talking about Vietnam in that movie. So uh, he comes in. He's got a yo-yo, um, a metal yo-yo, by yeah. the way. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of kids in there. You know, there's um, there's one dude I did recognize uh, from The Wire. The dude who played D'Angelo Barksdale. In, yes, like, the he's first in season. this. He's the kid that like almost makes it in this movie and then gets murdered. No, he does make it. He makes uh, it to the end of the movie. Oh, okay, okay. He's the one that at the end says to treat Williams like, uh, you look like you could need a vacation or like whatever that line is, yeah. you know, and it's like, oh, you're not going to murder me. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is uh, the person with the most uncomfortable death in American History X is in this movie. Oh, That's yeah, the, fun. The dude who gets curb stomped. Oh, jeez. Here's my question. Yeah. Was that invented by that movie? Because that's now like, like oh real and then the real crimes are are, are, are it's like the human centipede. <laughs> well, no, I didn't know. Oh, have people been curb stomped? Is that oh, a thing that yeah, happens? American History X did not invent curb stomp. Oh, I, I, I don't guarantee think. you thousands and thousands. thousands. Yes. Wow. Okay, yeah. across the globe? Are you kidding me? Okay, I bet that movie wasn't the this, first instance where someone put their brittle teeth on a sidewalk. Uh, and oh, you can just hear it, can't you? You, you just think about it. You can just hear it. The only thing that that movie does well is the sound design of when his teeth go on the sidewalk brick, yeah, and well, you can hear it. God, oh, God. oh it's horrifying it's just thinking about it. And that movie sucks, by the way. There are people <laughs> that will tell you that that movie's good. No, thank you. <laughs> it's all right. It's a cautionary tale, Andrew. Yeah, don't get involved sure in that. Is. First of all, any movie with Elliot Gould gets an instant two stars. That's that's a number one. <laughs> Those scenes are great. Um, but the thing is, like, since we've started talking about it, there's probably been someone curbed. Oh, is that happening that often? If you think about the population and the ratios, and uh, we should the way the way the world is going. We might as well uh, start outlawing Doc Martens, then, huh? <laughs> we should. So yeah, this teaching thing, you know, it's and it's the same in every single one of these movies. This is the obligatory like I'm going to pretend that I'm talking about nothing, but then like surprise them with a bit of something to let them know I'm not fucking around. Yes. Cuz he's got this yo-yo and he's doing all these tricks and he's talking about Vietnam while like so, like swinging this yo-yo around and whatever. And then he's like, "Yeah, what does it look like? It's just a toy." Except when a toy isn't a toy, it used to be used as a weapon in the 15th century or whatever, and fucking <laughs> 15th century. I don't know what he says. And he's in the Philippines, but I don't know. Oh, Philippines. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> same difference. I'm just no. picturing like knights in armor running at each other with yo-yos. And he, <laughs> he flicks this yo-yo at this kid who's drinking like a 40 filled with orange soda. Sure. And this glass just shatters all over this kid, like. Mercenary substitute teacher or not, someone's getting a call about that. Yeah, of course. Like, Glass dude, went into my student's eyeball today. Mm-hmm. He, he assaulted me with a yo-yo. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. You know, the funny thing is, like, I, I thought I hadn't seen this movie, and I was like, oh, no, I never saw that movie, you know? And yeah. then I saw this scene, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> you mean the scene? That made me want a yo-yo. <laughs> oh, did you go out and buy a yo-yo after you rented most definitely this movie? <laughs> uh, no, I couldn't find the right one. <laughs> First of all, this movie's been on Cinemax, so let's uh, let's not call a shit shitter a shitter here. Well, that's true. I'm just saying, when was the first time you yeah. saw this movie? It must have been on Cinemax. Well, you yeah. mu- I'm, I'm implying you must have been a child because it oh. made you want to own a yo-yo. Yes, I was a very young child. Adults with yo-yos, by the way, pack it up. <laughs> 
fucking put it away. It's time to grow up. Why don't you pay taxes like but, everybody else? How? Um, you can't pay taxes if you have a yo-yo? Is that what you're saying? No, because children don't pay taxes. But it could be a weapon. See, this is, this, you haven't learned from the movie. Where are you finding a metallic yo-yo, though? I feel like that's an invention of the film. I don't know. Maybe Just like curb stomping was invented by American History X. <laughs> that's my understanding of it. It's just the first time that uh, you were exposed to it. That's right. sure. And human centipedes were invented by the movie. That's actually true, I think. That uh, was invented by the, from the genius mind of Tom Six. <laughs> the thing is, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it was around before. Oh, you think there's a couple maybe of human back centipedes. in the 15th century? <laughs> Yo-yos and human centipedes roamed the earth. <laughs> Everything you could think of has been done. Sure. So then he decides he's going to do some undercover work with Joey Six. Yes. And it's like the middle of the night. We're going to follow this gang. This is another weird thing with mercenaries in these movies. There's like the main mercenary who's out for revenge. And then whatever team he creates, he's like, and by the way, I'm going to tell you up front, Joey. There's no pay in any of this. And oh. it's like, this dude's just doing it for the guts and the glory. Or just to kill children. Because that's what, I mean, like, literally, yeah, it's, it's fun to say that they're teenagers. And they are. But they're just children. Yeah. So you're just running a around. A lot of these actors. At they least. definitely make a point to say at one, at one moment in the film, like, uh, yeah, these guys clearly aren't high school students. Yeah, but also that's the other thing, too. If these people are in a gang uh, that um, kills people, steals cars, et cetera, et cetera. Why are you going to high school anymore? Like, because you, know you got to keep gonna... up the front. It's the same thing like in The Principal. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, they're dealing drugs from within the school, so they're pretending to be students. Much like this is like you're pretending to be a member of that auto body class right? so you can be stealing cars. See, at least the first movie had like the mercenaries had promise of actual money because there was like serious money going around. Yeah, yeah. right, right, and right. Whatnot. And uh, what else happens in that movie? In the in what? The first, oh, they have a bad mer- they have a bad mercenary to go up against. Oh, jail. oh right, there's a dude who's crooked in the movie. Yeah, so it's yeah, like oh, come that, on. this movie could have used that. Yes, well, there's so many mercenaries in this movie because not only <laughs> is his brother a mercenary, he's a mercenary. B D Wong's also a mercenary. Oh, that's right. They find he's, out he's ex Green Beret. How many of these people are walking dude, around there among us? Are more than you think. <laughs> okay, I'd if, say you'd pass like three a day. If you're a mercenary, write into the We All Hate Movies mailbag, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Secret mercenary. That's like a thing I listened to the other day uh, on a podcast that said that statistically there's like two million psychopaths in the United States wow. of America. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Yeah, I'm surprised it's not more. No, Eric, I'm saying like right now someone in your condo complex is a psychopath. <laughs> You're looking at him. <laughs> So uh, he does, yeah, he this, this midnight a, raid that he does because he he's doing this like um, back and forth with uh, Joey Six, wherein Joey Six is doing all the research. May yeah. I, may I remind mm-hmm. everyone putting up all the cash too, getting all these guns together. Basically, <laughs> there was a guy that witnessed his brother's murder. That the uh, a leader of this gang who is played by Guru as Little B. Oh, Guru, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's got this guy uh, held up by a string, and he's, like, shooting. He's, he's erected a, a, a batting cage apparatus. Yes, the like the thing that throws the balls in a batting cage, and it's hit this dude All in right. the chest. Yeah. I think this dude is um, 
Someone who works like security at the school, I uh-huh. think, is the thing. Like one of the security guards. So like, oh, we heard you were going to the cops and we're doing this thing. Yes. And then Joey Six, because again, like Treat Williams has to keep his uh, uh, cover as a substitute, as a substitute right. uh, down. So Joey Six goes down there and like. There's like some fun laser pointer action. Yeah, like Treat Williams. One, he starts sniping a couple of people to like get a, the point across, like some shoulder and thigh hits. And but then he like sets up this apparatus to make it look like there's multiple guns. It's just all these like laser sights on one tripod kind of a thing. If you know who killed your brother and that's the whole point, lock the door and blow it up. Done. But I think Short he's looking movie. for proof, though. Oh, really? Well, because we find out the killer's not in that gang. <laughs> we find out a lot of things. Yeah, no, a, a lot of things. Are, you know, Steve, it's funny. A lot of things uh, are perfectly timed to great surprise reveals in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's very There's true. a lot of, lot of twists and turns in The Substitute, too. Oh, wow. It's almost like it's a good movie. Wait, no. <laughs> no. It's not. No. It's more like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, shit. Yeah, a lot of bad twists. Uh, yeah, so like they let this dude go. He kind of shoots some of these guys, but that's like the end of it. He just gets the point across that like there's someone in the rafters who's after you. There's a Punisher out to come and get you, <laughs> essentially. And so, yeah, he's basically like dating this one woman, Treat Williams is. And like every time they're about to get down, Joey Six is like, hey, we've got more reconnaissance to do. Well, he's like, hey, remember what you came here for? Not for nothing. Also, he's like sleeping with his dead brother's girlfriend i believe is the situation and not raising his daughter that's the other thing too like if he's like barely paying attention to this girl who's oh. like in real is he yeah. your legal guardian what's going I don't on know what don't the situation so. is she does have a line where she says that she inherited the house and i'm like oh it's so like a 16 year old girl lives alone in this house or is she like 18 and about to graduate i don't know that's entirely possible oh, that might be yeah i really don't i mean know. I need to know the legalities of this stuff, though. They really need to take me. They should. He should show up with luggage at like the reading of the will. <laughs> he just have luggage everywhere. Yeah, that'd be. He's got to be ready to go. You never know. You never know when the president's going to call. <laughs> oh, hey there, Treat Williams. Oh man, we got a big mess in Brooklyn. We need to get you down too. Wait, no. How many sub? How many of my mercenaries are substitute teachers right now? I need someone to go to Kosovo, motherfucker. <laughs> how many of y'all retired, Hillary? What is the retirement package for these men? <laughs> I'm gonna let these mercenaries write my crime bill. <laughs> <laughs> so the the next day of the classroom nonsense is yeah. the better of the two. The yo-yo's fine. But this is great because he comes in. There's a dude again, just blaring this boombox. Uh, this dude Eugene Bird, who uh, you've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He's he's in uh, famously Anacondas Two, The Blood Orchid. Oh, is he really <laughs> wait, wait. famously? Famously, yeah. He's also in like Eight Mile and uh, Dead Man and all that. A lot of stuff. He's Dead like, Man. Dead Man. Uh, Jim Jarmusch's Snooze Fest. I Dead Man. love Dead that Man's movie. a great movie. What are you talking? I about? I fell asleep so many times. I've during heard that. people sleeping during that, <laughs> but it is. Uh, it's a movie I really love. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's like got this boom box and he's blaring it and Treat Williams is like, he does the whole like we're trying to start class kind of a thing. And he picks up this dude's boom box and throws it out the window. Well, he does this whole elliptical metaphor. He's like, we're at an impasse. And when, we're at, when you're at an impasse, there's the part where the greater force is going to just chuck the dude's fucking boom box. <laughs> like, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to fucking break your boom box, motherfucker. Yeah, no, it's a really great dickhead move that he pulls and this dude like freaks out. And then like... 
he comes at him with a knife, and Treat Williams is doing the whole like lecturing while getting like almost stabbed, but you know he's not gonna because he's a mercenary and this is a stupid kid. So mm-hmm. here's the di- I, I just realized it right now because the difference between Tom Berenger and Treat Williams's character Shale and whatever this guy's name is Thomason Carl Thomason Thomason is like. <laughs> Tom Berenger famously, oh my god, I'm going to kill him! Like it's like this, this seething rage that like can he can barely keep down. Right, it's like you see it on his face, and but waves. like uh, Treat Williams is more terrifying because he just woke up like set up stiff as a board one night and is like, oh my god, I can kill everybody, and like that's it, and like that's his zero is like at any yeah. second, it's just going to happen. Oh, you want to cut me off in traffic? Huh? I'm going to burn your fucking house down. <laughs> that mm. is really it. Mm. Oh, iced coffee with a little too much milk in I said a little bit. <laughs> Someone's See? not going to have kneecaps by the end of the day, buddy. Yeah, he's kind of uh, unhinged. It's yeah. really chilling because like Tom Berenger, as you were saying, like kind of like... And he like, m- kind of slowly morphs into like his murderous rage. Yeah. And this guy's just that at a constant. Mm-hmm. Calm yeah. as a cucumber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he uh, he throws it out the window, and then this kind of spurs on. And again, like, if some teacher is giving you guff at school, who gives a shit? You're a gang member. You've yeah. got all sorts of money coming in. You also are doing an illegal operation at this school, so don't make waves. But what they do is they bring the whole gang into the bathroom. Oh, yeah. One student fakes, like, a tummy ache. <laughs> And then Tree Williams is like, oh, say, he's been in that bathroom a mighty long time. Let me go see what's going on. And, like, these dudes jump him in the bathroom. They sneak into Arkham, basically. Yes. He goes to the bathroom, lets all these dudes in, like, six guys. Mm-hmm. And they Not jump no one with weapons, by the way, which is silly. No. Like, you and bring they, a baseball bat. They definitely do the old, like, we're going to get him one at a time kind of a thing. Yep. Like, each dude, one at a time, comes out of a bathroom stall like a bad video game. <laughs> right. And it is, it is Arkham, so the calendar man is there. <laughs> it's very Egg weird. Man's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just like breaking arms and stuff. And this oh, is yeah. when the janitor, another mercenary, yes. turned school administrator. Well, <laughs> let's not give the janitor too much credit. <laughs> school administrator. He's administrating he's, the toilets. He does he does a great job. Well, no, he does a bad job because the place looks like hell, but <laughs> Yeah, but apparently, paint over some of this graffiti. He's a tunnel rat. Yeah, he, like well, this is specialty. really this is really really stupid. Because he just walks in through a vent in the wall, like a small vent in the wall. It's my favorite shot in the movie. Like tr- the camera's facing Treat Williams, and he's like, <sighs> right, because he just took out all these guys, just yeah. beat all these toughs, and like you're seeing all the dudes like in the background. They're out of focus. They're all like you know falling on the floor, or already dead or whatever, and then like. Like a horror movie almost. Behind <laughs> Treat Williams, this grate just opens and you're like, what? And how does Treat Williams keep his cool and not like throw a dagger at this guy's heart? Like, come right. on, man. Yeah, nice try. Exactly. That dude should have got like a tossed Swiss Army knife right in the eyeball. Yeah, and then he just tosses it back in the vent, seals it up, and he just, <laughs> the school smells like rotting flesh. For... Well, that's a weird thing in this movie because then, so like basically what happens is this dude slinks out and he's like, hi, I'm the janitor. I call, I crawl through all the vents. I'm always in the vents. And he says, like, you know, you'd be surprised at the things you can hear when you're slinking around the vents in this oh, school. Oh, yeah, that's like, really creepy. You're all, all right, Porky's the revenge. Was, First of all, he was, yeah, he was hiding in a wall, listening into the bathroom. Yep, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, this dude was jerking off and was like, hey, a fight's starting. <laughs> But what's hilarious about this is this janitor then, like, he, he sells Treat Williams on crawling around in this building. 
and they pull all of these bodies into the vent with them. Yeah. So that when the kid comes back in, he's like, where is the gang and where's the teacher that they were going to kill? <laughs> There's literally no one in this bathroom. There's, yeah. But then it's never addressed what they did with the bodies. No, it is. Is actually, it? Yeah. Like, they, they, did they throw them in the boiler? Yeah. They ready? Definitely. They bur- burned them in the furnace. No. Uh, later on, he's like, oh, let me show you my weird hidey hole weird shit because I'm the janitor. Oh, shit, does he have victims in there? Well, no, but he's like, oh, and, and by the way, chained up. I call, he's like, yeah, all those unconscious guys. I called the boys in blue, and they took them right away. I'm like, in a in what? in a world without Batman, you just can't hand six unconscious people to the cops and yep. be like, "By the way, I took care of it for you." Yep, <laughs> just don't ask any questions <laughs> like, whatsoever. It, it just it's like picking up garbage. Yeah, yeah, like making an appointment for trash to be taken. Like again, away. the Ninja Turtles can do that because they're <laughs> fake turtles in a fictional universe. But like a real, you had you had the cops an unconscious person. They're gonna have a couple of questions well, I for think you. The garbage bag is. Probably where we were, we were. You you mentioned they probably cut these men up and threw them in garbage bags. Yeah, that's oh. actually true. He says he turned them over to the boys in blue. He doesn't say in what condition. <laughs> and he doesn't say what you know. I left a note. I don't know. <laughs> the, the the garbage men were probably had blue jumpsuits on. Yeah, I, I left them to the boys in blue. I also brutally stabbed them to death like the night of. Uh, in case you're wondering, yes, I am the Zodiac killer. <laughs> I am a ex-mercenary turned school employee, and I'm also the Zodiac Killer. Timeline checks out, by the way. Absolutely, because he's a nom. He's in the NAM. Right. Now he's fleeing from his Zodiac crimes to the East Coast. Yes, which would, which makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. And he's got all these like military memorabilia down there. Well, he's got a, a, yeah, he's showing Treat Williams' his hideout, and he definitely has a creepy line, too. He's like, you know what's funny? I used to be the only person that ever came down here. It's just me and now you. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah, Treat Williams is like nodding politely. It's like, yo, that is fascinating. Well, and you'll sleep in this corner. <laughs> but Treat Williams is never nervous because he's like, yo, I could just rip this guy's trachea out right now, motherfucker. That's actually true. He doesn't give a shit. He, he knows that that dude is not a threat. A cool zero all the way. <laughs> So, um, the- is, wait, question, sorry. No, oh, please. Because this hideout, it had me wondering, is this janitor indeed living in the bowels I of this school? Is. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's, he's yeah. like, he, he puts his mother's ap- apartment on like the school records, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, but that's where I live every day, blah, blah, blah. It's like uh, Cab Calloway and the Blues Brothers. <laughs> Living in the bottom of that nunnery for some unknown reason. Free rent's free rent, man. Yeah. I don't know if you're not picky. If you got a cot and like brown walls, why not? <laughs> so yeah, he makes fun of this janitor. Uh, the niece at this point is like kind of harassed by the gang. Yeah, and she's also got a boyfriend. Oh uh, right, this little all right, kid. Th- they're making out at home at one scene. Oh yeah, let's talk and about guest this director scene. Larry Clark shows up. <laughs> Like it's just there's, well, there's like, a couple different makeout sessions. Yeah. The one at her place doesn't get as saucy as the one at his place. No, that's true. And like so now we're like getting down and like I'm sitting here like all right, so this like teenage girl's got her shirt off. And, and yeah. I thought this was a movie about an ex-mercenary who pretends to be a substitute teacher yeah. for some reason. This scene probably shouldn't be in this movie. <laughs> you know what? You're probably right, Andrew. We, you know what? The substitute two schools out does not need t- 
teen sex. And it's that it's that like first base or above and the substitute two schools out. That's right. my guess. Also, we're we gonna do transparent brassiers. Yeah. Transparent brassiers, and we're talking about like First time situation. Because, like, this dude's going for it. This and- dude comes out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard something. And she's just like, oh, all know. the vents are connected. <laughs> I could get through the whole city from here. <laughs> man, I'm with Vent Man. With my friend, the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Here's a question. Where are the Chuds in this situation? That's a great question. And to that, I'd say the film Chud takes place in lower Manhattan and higher. Oh, I I don't know that the Chud experiment made it to Brooklyn. (laughs) Okay. I think is the situation. All right. So just like, oh, no. I think Treat Williams versus Chud's the movie I want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, 10 years from now, the Chuds will be priced out of Manhattan. Oh, I know. They'll they'll make their way there because the Ninja Turtles took over their apartments. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, like, really, Chuds are living in Jersey City at circa 2016. Guaranteed. Yeah. As is Daniel Stern's character, who's with him. <laughs> By the way, I saw a report that Chud's getting a Blu-ray release. Ooh. Commentary with the director, John Hurd, Daniel Stern, and the dude who played Bosch. I heard Bud the Chud's coming out on something, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sick. a garbage can. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's a four-pack. <laughs> dude, it's a real Chud renaissance, though. The Chud and Sons. I'm still itching for Criterion Collection to put it out. That's not going to happen. <laughs> So while these teens are almost having sex, um, there's a great great shot of a, a Super Nintendo Super Scope on the table. <laughs> oh, I missed that, dude! It's ever, it's it's ridiculous. Because what happens is, so th- she says to the kid, like, "Listen, I want to have sex with you. I'm just like not ready, like not now." And he's sure. like, "Fine, I'm gonna go take a shower." And so she goes to like put this comically large stack of condoms like back in a drawer. And finds like her uncle, or no, it's her father, her yeah. father's mercenary badge. Well, the funny thing about the stack of condoms is like, I guess it, that's a very teed thing is like, oh man, I'm gonna impress her with my large stack of condoms. Oh, totally. Yeah, this will be stacked sky high. That'll look, look at, really yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, look at all the sex I'm not having. <laughs> <laughs> so she finds it and. He comes out wearing Jinko jeans with racing stripes on there, which oh. are pretty sharp. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's definitely there's definitely a chain wallet situation. Uh, of, of course there would be. Yeah, and yeah. fucking follow the leader, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wind up fight like she's like, Oh, you, you you fucked my dad, you wanted to fuck me? And I'm like, Well It's a you know what? That's a bad line of dialogue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and that is like, wow, how crazy do you gotta be, right? You're gonna kill the father and uh yeah, that's that's, that's like that's a, Bundy shit right yeah, there. Man. But this is the whole thing. The whole reason for this whole horseshit thing is this kid got this fancy sports car, mm-hmm. and to pay off the car, right. he's framing the gang because he's not in this gang of like the backwards hoodie wearing guys. Oh, right, he's just, it's but, like a posing as them. Yeah, or something. Or this this. Plot point is whispered in another room and is never really fully addressed. And it's what the whole movie is about. This is the guy that Treat Williams is looking to find, and he never crosses paths with him. <laughs> That's not this girl. Even one scene. And, he, and the, he's a he's a, he's a paper thin wall away while while he, they're making out. Yeah, yeah. At one point, <laughs> so they're there. It's there. He's under his roof. He he can hear the lips smacking. <laughs> 
and, and that's it. And he's like, he's just like, that's just kids for you. By the way, while Treat Williams starts living in this house, uh-huh. this is for your next time you're going to watch this in 50 years. You, know, sure. you spot, spot stuff in the background. <laughs> there is a lot of booze starting to show up in the background. Oh, scenes. really? It's like there's all these <laughs> bottles on the table, and I'm like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> well, you know, he needs like whiskey for his bum shoulder oh, dark bet. rum for his memories oh wow <laughs> it's like a he's got like a concoction he he cooks up yeah it's for juice in order to stay normal <laughs> and chipper while he kills <laughs> yes exactly you think he's going to class sober i don't think so no there's no, no let way me talk could. to you about nom and yo-yos like yeah this guy's fucking wasted <laughs> <laughs> Like, nice try, Treat Williams. <laughs> Luckily enough, no one cares about this abandoned wing of this high school. <laughs> oh, man, what if they were all ghosts? What if they were all ghosts? Oh, that's I great. like it. Mm-hmm. Wait, but so when you say all, who is the person that's a human? Just uh, Treat Williams? Just Treat Williams. Like He's like, oh, I'm going to substitute teach this one class, but it's all ghosts. Right. Oh, the, the class is all ghosts. So yeah. like that girlfriend would be uh, real. Yeah, she Otherwise, real. he's having intercourse with a ghost. But that's, Which, that's Ghostbusters territory. That's Dan Aykroyd territory. You don't want to get in on <laughs> well, that. Well, MacGruber did it pretty well. Uh, so then at the same time all this is going down, the lady friend is confronted by B.D. Wong because Treat Williams is like, hey, I kind of suspect B.D. Wong's the actual bad guy in this movie. He's second build. He hasn't said anything in this movie. He's got to be the bad guy, right? He definitely mm-hmm. makes a speech when they first meet about how, like, the brother was like the only teacher in this school that gave a damn. Yeah, and yeah. He was a great man and blah, blah, blah. So that's all a thing. So, she, yeah, she's asking too many questions. B.D. Wong reveals himself to be the bad guy of this week. This movie kind of works like a dream a little bit because you're like, <laughs> wait, I thought we were going after the killer. Oh, wait. And then at the end, he's fighting B.D. Wong. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah, no, it makes no sense. But then so all of a sudden he's like crooked and he attacks this woman. In this, and this woman's on the take, by the way. Her apartment has stairs. Oh, a teacher on the take? How does I that think, work? I don't know. She's might be she might be have another she might be another mercenary running another scam in this oh, school. Oh, see that'd be great if like she's inevitably murdered in this scene, but like <laughs> like like he like pops her like two in the stomach with a silenced pistol and then like her mercenary badge falls out. <laughs> <laughs> and someone else steals that one. That'd be great. The principal goes, calls an all-hands assembly and is like, all right, how many of you are actually mercenaries right now <laughs> some guy running act- different scams? <laughs> some guy accidentally walks in with a ninja outfit on. <laughs> oh, shit. Because he's been like Mr. Doubtfiring, <laughs> running back and forth. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfiring. Well, no, he would be Mr. Doubtfire, the ninja. Okay. The ninja geology teacher. <laughs> Ooh, I was married to a ninja. <laughs> yeah, he's pretending to be an, an elderly British woman teaching this, and then he changes into a ninja wow that is that's some deep cover (laughs) i think it would be every teacher's a mercenary at that school except for paul lazar (laughs) yeah that would be that's about right (laughs) that'd be great like a scene of him really shocked at all like everyone's everyone's a mercenary oh sure well they'll turn around like how do you live off your salary this is just like (laughs) he's like what that's what everybody does right everybody has a a one bedroom in queens like no 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 i I have a mansion live quite comfortably (laughs) i live in manhattan with the chuds (laughs) chud roommate (laughs) oh god that's a craigslist nightmare Uh, yeah, so then, like, she's murdered. Treat Williams comes in, like, just not in the nick of time. B.D. Wong evades being seen because he's just a little too tiny. Like, he goes into, <laughs> yeah, totally. there's, like, a little broom closet. He goes, mm, 
and he's just hiding behind it. It's so funny because he's like walking out and they're walking in. I, I don't know why they're going to this woman's house, though. I don't know what report well, was she, given. She's like, oh, I have the goods on B.D. Wong. I have this file for you. Oh, but then, so how does B.D. Wong find out what's going I on? I don't know. He just, maybe he's got Google Alerts set up on himself, like a 1998 <laughs> Google Alert. Oh, that could be a, a Netscape alert. <laughs> yes. Someone tried to Netscape <laughs> query me. Wait, wait, my GeoCities page has one more view. <laughs> All right, he's, he's looking at that GeoCities page, scrolling down to the bottom to see the counter. Yeah, oh, the ticker oh, down there, The ticker. Man. Website tickers, bravo. Uh, yeah, so that's what he's doing. Uh, and basically, this is kind of setting up the end of the movie. This kid, the kid, by the way, who kills his uh, uh, brother... Just kind of get sidekicked into the closet, which is pretty dope. Because her father was teaching her karate. Which we learned. And that's the end of that chapter. Like, he just yep. has to fix his closet. And he gets away with murder free. <laughs> Nobody addresses the fact that that dude took a life. And Treat Williams doesn't succeed in his mission in finding out who killed his brother. So she, she like, she, she's like now telling Treat Williams this. Treat Williams has like this lady's blood all over her. By the Oh, yeah. By the way, BD Wong isn't wearing gloves. Like, just turn him into the police. You know what I mean? Like that's the yep. easy move here. Yeah. Like this guy, this guy murdered this lady. Like that's end of story. You see him like lazily wiping his hands on something. Nice try, dude. Yeah. No, he's all over that apartment. So uh, uh, she's sitting on the steps, and it's a blown line opportunity from Treat Williams here. And she's like, you know, oh my god, this kid that I was in love with killed my dad. I just, when is this gonna end? And it's all been set up. All he needs to say is, it ends tonight. And anytime you get a chance to say it ends tonight. Yeah. Oh, sure. But he just says, it's going to end soon. And he goes, really soon. Like, which, you know, which sucks because the fact that he doesn't say tonight, he says mm -hmm. soon, makes me pause the Amazon stream to see how much of this movie <laughs> Wait, is left. What, what do you mean by soon, Treat Williams? <laughs> how soon is soon, Treat Williams? That's I want to go to bed. A, it's a real... That's a real cloudy answer you just gave. <laughs> so we get the gang now, because uh, uh, B.D. Wong's like, I'm tired of this guy. I'm going to set the gang out on him. Right. And B.D. Uh, uh, sends the gang to the school, and Treat Williams, Joey Six, and the janitor creep jerk-off guy is... Yeah. The, the, the tunneler. The tunneler. Right. Yeah. Is they all kind of get it's the end of the substitute one again at a different school. Also the end of the principal. Yeah, and it, it's it, there's some good shooting in here. Oh, uh, it's a school under siege situation like mm -hmm. all these movies have. And I, I, I mean, people get blown to high hell. Guru bites it. Sorry, Guru fans. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Guru who might be listening. <laughs> Uh, uh, please contribute to the Patreon, Guru. <laughs> no, Guru doesn't have that kind of money. Well, let's thank Guru anyway. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah I'm thanks sure, to I'm Guru sure he's for listening. Up. He's doing okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's dead. Endless amount of gang members are just murdered in various ways. The 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 tunnel guy has knockout gas? Like, he's the penguin? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, because that's his whole thing, is he's, like, yeah. fully equipped. He's, if, someone, he's, if someone is, is too pretty in the bathroom late at night... Oh, yeah. <laughs> They got the knockout gas. Yeah, that's true. That's a bit creepy. Yeah, well, it sure is. A, gr a good old-fashioned grenade doesn't creep me out. It scares me, but a knockout gas gets right. me a little nervous. Yeah, yeah exactly right. No one's ever been molested because of a grenade. It's a, it, why do you have this dental chair down here? <laughs> <laughs> he has some weird line, too, where he says, like, He's been working on this like military paraphernalia collection for twenty years or something like that. He's mm -hmm. kind of like the guy in uh, Falling Down. Right. Give it to me. 
give it to you. Oh, well, that guy's got a whole wholesale store, though. (laughs) What's this doing in there? (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, this guy's African-American and not a Nazi, so that, you know... Well, Tree Williams is not going to team up with a Nazi. um, You know, the black Gestapo? You never know. That was a movie in the 70s. Yes. Well, you don't see any Nazi flags like the yeah. guy in, uh, falling down. I has. feel like when you walk into this dude's basement hideout, there would be a big fucking swastika <laughs> flag front and center. This is my collection. <laughs> I'm a war collector. Yeah, great. Eight out of ten war collectors, you know. You know, yeah. <laughs> big time. Oh, this is a really <laughs> cool knife I want to show you. Oh, awesome. It's got a swastika on it. Yeah, it what was else is used. This? It was actually used. <laughs> what else is in Think this about pantry it. that has a Think lock on about it? Think about it. It was used. <laughs> I just like the his the history. Oh yeah, exactly. The, the, the oh, historical accuracy of it. Oh, what a shock! There's a secret door in your house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get a load of this secret door. Check out this knob. It was used. <laughs> it was actually used. Oh, this toilet. You know what happened there? <laughs> Think I mean, about it, was, it. It was used. It was used back by the Nazis millions of times. <laughs> millions of them. Hitler's toilet. (laughs) He took shits every day. Think about it. Think about how many shits. Oh, man. All all that bratwurst? Oh, coming out the wrong way, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, you want to use the toilet for a while? I don't have to be here when you do it. I got a camera. So you're good. Just maybe think about donating five bucks, though. (laughs) Keep this collection flourishing. Oh, you you, support me on Patreon. Man, that is half of Patreon. <laughs> so please support the good half. Yes. <laughs> Patreon.com slash we hate movies. So then it, it it's down to a bare knuckle fight between Treat Williams and BD Wong. This thing's Which awesome. Is, here's the it's fucked amazing. up thing. So they blow they kill like nine to ten children the night before. Right. And then the next day. The school opens as normal and it shop is, class is going insane. on. Insane. No. No, incorrect. And like BD Wong's like, oh, what are you doing here? By Unless the way, oh, the janitor is really good, actually clean the whole school, put no. all those kids in tubs of lye in the basement. Oh, maybe. yeah. Oh, wait a second. The, the school siege happens, and then it's the next day he gets it's in the, the next day. It's BD during Wong? school hours. What is he doing in the off time? <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, I guess take, going to sleep, having a nice <laughs> breakfast. He's not going home and fucking that teacher because she was murdered. That's true. Oh, maybe he's arranging that funeral, though. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out the best way to get his suitcase into the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do I do have another appointment after this lady's funeral, so I want to have as much baggage on me. I'm going to bring my lunch as well. Look, I always get tied up at security. The cab is taking me straight to the airport the second the coffin starts lowering into the ground. Oh, I better lay out my best flannel for this. Because fu- he does not wear a tie to his brother's funeral. Another thing. Nope. No. Another thing, dude. Yeah, Thanks, but no thanks. Very casual funeral. <laughs> yes. So uh, it's the next day. The, the sc- next day. The school is not under is not under investigation or anything. Blah blah. Well, blah. there are no. And this is New York fucking city, Brooklyn in the nineties. It's Giuliani there, era. There's police everywhere. We have, there are police officers on every corner. Forgetting <laughs> about nine eleven, <laughs> dude. You know where the, are the police in this movie? The weird thing is, I just let the schools run. I know there's so many mercenaries running those schools. <laughs> I can't be bothered. 
Now if some of these Times Square prostitutes could become ex-mercenaries, maybe we'd finally start cleaning the city up a bit. <laughs> Nina, <laughs> what? <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit little man he is. Uh, yeah. Lord. But seriously, though, this school is not under siege with detectives and officers everywhere. Grenades were used last night. Knockout gas is, like, staining the walls. There's blood everywhere. There might be a Nazi flag in the basement. A There's... middling rapper was killed here last <laughs> night. Guru is dead, <laughs> everybody. At very least, people are walking by fresh bullet holes in the walls, and no one's doing anything about it. Yeah, this wasn't here last time English class met. <laughs> So it's B.D. Wong carrying on business as usual, even though half his gang is dead. And he's just like, well, I got to go. You got to go to work. I'm out of personal days. Got to teach these kids how to make wall sconces for candle holders. So uh, Treat Williams interrupts him in in the middle of class. And he's like, you know, this ends now, blah, blah, blah. And a pretty cool fight happens. Pretty good damn fight. Even the problem, though, is that B.D. Wong is so, so tiny. You know, he's a very little man. And Treat Williams is big and beefy. Yeah, it's it's a real slugfest though. We're using a this lot of great. tools we get, which is There's awesome. A, my, my my lord, Treat Williams uses a muffler on this guy's face. <laughs> it's pretty he, great. A muffler. He he burns him with a a, bul- a a naked light bulb in his eye. That's pretty yeah. cool. There's like some fun little makeup effects which I appreciate. BD Wong at one point definitely makes a blowtorch. Yes, which BD is Wong the blowtorch. Uh, blowtorch D Wong, which I like. They throw, they throw him into a windshield. Oh, there's a couple of windshield I hits like in that. this, which is great too. So uh, at the end of this, and all of these students, we we we, we go out to the recess area. The, a crowd has formed, and Treat Williams stabs him with this like enormous screwdriver right in the heart. He kills the him biggest. with a fucking vampire. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be great if he turned to dust. That'd be fun. That would be pretty great. Oh, wow, yeah. That would be a nice twist for the substitute to <laughs> Set up substitute three when they go to Transylvania. Yeah, Transylvania exchange program. Yeah. Oh, my my brother nice. was killed by vampires. I'm going to propose the substitute teacher in Transylvania. Dude, mercenaries versus vampires. That's we're a movie. On, we're on to something. I'm sure that's got to be some Isn't shitty direct Everything DVD. you could imagine has been done. I wanted to yes. see that movie. I never saw that movie Dog Soldiers. That's supposed to be pretty cool. I saw that. Mercenaries was... versus were- werewolves, right? Yeah, and I think maybe maybe some mercenaries are werewolves oh, or something. Cool. I mean, it's all right. It, that's directed by somebody who did something better than that movie. Uh, <laughs> that would almost I think uh, that... He did that movie. He is it the Descent? I don't know. But he also he did. Um, what's that movie with Malcolm McDowell? That's that's sort of trying to be Mad Max ish. Malcolm McDowell movie that's trying to be Mad. He's Max. like the villain, and it's a it's a female lead. Who's that? Some oh, oh is it Tank Girl? No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's the God he's damn Tank Girl. Oh, Neil Marshall, who uh, he did direct. Um, the descent. The descent. Oh, you're thinking of Doomsday. Yes. Eric. Who is in? Who starred in Doomsday? Uh, Neil Marshall's. Uh, so, uh, I think maybe the main character. Oh, she's from Underworld, maybe. Oh, I have no idea. Oh my God. Rona Mitra. Oh really? Yeah, she's, so she's kind of kind of nobody. Yeah. All right. TV show. Yeah, she was big on Boston Legal for 20 episodes. All right. So, <laughs> BD Wong gets stabbed in the heart in the middle of recess, right? And he and- goes. <laughs> And turns into a skeleton. But 
the janitor has the balls to turn around to all these kids that gathered and say, "All right, show's over, folks." <laughs> no, oh, you, oh, oh, by the go show, back you to be- class, too. and they and they do. They go. They walk single file. Like okay. a man is dead on the sidewalk. You know what? FYI, the show's just getting started. <laughs> Thanks so much. The show is will go on because that dude is fucking dead. I'm looking at a dead body right now, pal. And he, BD Wong's doing a great job of being like slumped in like a human pile with this huge screwdriver. Not enough BD. I, I've not watched Gotham. He's a villain on that. Like I like BD Wong as movie. Doctor Strange on. He's Gotham. in yeah. uh, Mr. Robot quite a bit. Oh, is he really? Yeah, good for him. Good yeah, stuff. he's pretty much off of SVU these days. Yeah, which you'd is, almost that's have unfortunate. to be. He's crooked in that terrible Jurassic World movie. Oh, what? He comes back? He comes back as oh, that yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. and he's crooked. Oh, that's pretty cool. He's like taking money from uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's like stupid like military company to breed dangerous dinosaur soldiers. I like that idea. Sure. Um. So then we have an. There's another funeral, right? Or no, they're just walking in the park. This Because this movie ends very terribly with just a park walk. I guess because there's no one left to say goodbye to. Because the, the, the teacher's dead. Joey Six is like, I'll send you a bill. Like, yeah, right. It's like, hey, Joey Six, remember at the start of this movie when I told you there was no pay in it? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking sticking to that. And uh, the janitor goes to just like take B.D. Wong's corpse wherever he's taking it. Because yeah, the show's just begun. I mean, well, this, he's getting the bath. There dude. needs to be an end credits stinger scene of him just playing with a bunch of bones <laughs> in the cr- Creepy basement. He's building a couch out of femurs. Yeah. So, but he's like, he goes to the girl and like, he's like, oh, you know, he, he's got his duffel bag on. He's like, oh, I gotta get, get to the next port. Came here to do what I did. And the the, the girl who's just lost her dad, she, it's, it's her uncle, her only family in the world. And she's as like, far hey as man, know, yeah. She's like, hey man, you want to hang out for a while? I just inherited this house. And he's like, yeah, I'll stay till you graduate high school. Then I'm fucking gone. And yeah, like, totally. I'm sorry, but like, if, if I'm if I die. And my, I don't want my brother necessarily to avenge my murder. I'd like him to raise my daughter. You know what I mean? Like that you, you're using your uncle skills a bit better that way. Well, you know what? He's not doing either because but, yeah, he, he didn't avenge the death in the first place. He's, he's an idiot. He, he just killed a bunch of random people. He just took down a gang that had almost nothing to do with his brother's death. All this gang was doing was stripping cars. Yes, that's it. He that's just, it. He killed B.D. Wong in broad daylight. Killed no less than 14 teenagers. Yeah, like, for listen. And, 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 the one, and let the one that actually did the crime get away and get a couple smooches in. And, <laughs> and not, to, not to be a jackass, but, you know, that kid was white. The kid that gets away with it just so happens to be the only white bad guy in right. this movie. And he's yeah. not he's not in the Arkham wing either. <laughs> no. He's like no. in the regular wing. I, I don't think. think he even goes to the same school, really? does he? Oh my he? god, I don't even know. But he gets away the you need to tell me that this kid goes to prison. Yeah. I need to see a police officer in this movie. One at least one police officer. Putting him into the back of the Bithian Times Square. <laughs> Cleaning it up. <laughs> Trying to push those prostitutes into the river. <laughs> Get up. Go. Go, prostitutes. Go for a dip, prostitute. <laughs> oh, man. Giuliani would have the dip, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, oh, totally. I'm going to kill this little shoe. And I talked <laughs> like this. <laughs> oh, that's it, you little shoe. I'm cleaning up Toontown now. <laughs> All you little shoes are getting dipped. All you stray little you shoes in the street. <laughs> it makes total sense because he cleaned up Times Square for the Disney Corporation exactly, to come in. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, shoe. Mickey Mouth has to come in. Elmo, you watch yourself. You'll be next. 
<laughs> Not putting up with any Jim Henson horse shit in my Times Square. You're getting a dip. <laughs> Man, and that's just kind of the end of this movie. Interesting thing about this movie, though, I'm looking at like the, the amount of credits for like acting characters. Sure. The stunt double list is longer oh, than the course. actors, like by a, a country mile, though. Because there's a lot of little, I mean, we don't talk about it because the actions are not really like that funny, but like. There's some like you know good hand to hand stuff. And good hand to hand jumping around. There's and... the hilarious at the beginning of the movie where they're gonna they pull a gun on him from the car and Treat Williams does like a forward roll and breaks the dude's arm. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. That wasn't bad. Uh, Treat Williams went on to do two more of these movies. Nice substitute three winner takes all and then like a fourth one. Like kind of more recently than the rest of these movies. So and it's it's different school districts. Yeah, he's just going around to different school districts each time. Avenging different mercenaries, I guess, that have fallen in the schools. <laughs> the third one, speaking of falling down, there's some white supremacists going around. Oh, oh is the fourth one substitute for Lamaze class? Like, he's just teaching <laughs> somebody gets gets killed and he's just fighting a bunch of pregnant women? Yeah, I'm this Lamaze class's substitute teacher. Here's my yo-yo. <laughs> like, he's, like, punching them but telling them to exhale for the baby's sake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the very next year was winner takes all he's fighting white supremacists and then oh i guess no it was kind of right in line with this 2001 failure is not an option which i've never seen oh that's him uh teaching improv uh is that (laughs) (laughs) would anybody recommend the substitute two schools out yeah it's a light recommend it's just kind of a fun movie it moves at a decent clip it's like 90 minutes flat um it's exactly kind of what you want i'm into it i would say just watch the first one twice just the first one it's twice. It's it's just that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I would totally recommend this movie. By the way, I realize I'm mixing up the plots. The fourth one Uh-oh. is White Supremacist, where Treat Williams is a cop oh, for wow. some reason. Oh, sure. Shit. The third one is there's like a football team that's juicing, and he's taking them down. And is he a coach? I don't think I like I the idea of him getting new jobs every town. <laughs> the coach. Like now he's the milkman. The substitute three, the milkman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would recommend this movie. I think this movie's a, a good hangover movie. It's not too long. You don't have to give a fly and shit. You've already That's probably true. seen four other movies with the exact same plot, <laughs> including the first substitute. So I'm totally down. Uh, I feel like you could sort of just sleep through it and wake up and treat Williams as like kind of being still there. Just. <laughs> Still, William's still there. Still at zero. That's The Substitute 2, School's Out, directed by Steve Pearl. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We are at whmpodcast. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Remember, gang, the Patreon is up and rolling. Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. And one final thing. Next week, we are going to be out in Los Angeles. Ooh, say hi. We're going to be doing the live show at the LA PodFest preview event at the Hollywood Improv talking Suburban Commando. Which is sold out. It's sold out, but here's the thing. Steve, you're saying to yourself, like, oh, bummer, I got sold out of the LA PodFest show. Mm-hmm. Well, that is unfortunate. But there is a way that you can check out. It's being filmed. Oh, you just go into the vents, right? Then you watch it? <laughs> you go, you sneak in through the vents. No, LA PodFest is doing a cool thing where uh, you can buy a live stream pass to the festival. Oh, cool. And you can see all the shows that are in the LA PodFest streaming live. Since ours airs before the PodFest starts, ours is being recorded and then will be put up 
the next day. Oh, cool. So that, uh, that Friday you'll be able to check that out. Exactly right. So you're going to go to LAPodfest.com and then scroll down to the bottom. They got all the passes you can purchase. You want to pick up this live stream pass. Now get this, gang, as a special offer to our listeners. You can get $5 off this live stream pass by using our promo code MOVIES. Of course, that's M-O-V-I-E-S. Get yourself $5 off this pass. You can stream all the shows at the LA PodFest and get our show. So before we maybe, maybe not put out Suburban Commando down the road, you can watch us do it. Right. Pre-recorded show. You get to see our corporeal beings. That's right. So LAPodFest.com. Scroll down. Get that live stream pass. Use our promo code. Very important to use our promo code MOVIES. To get $5 off the live stream pass. So that is the season premiere of We Hate Movies. Next week, we're going into the jungle. Is Ooh, that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little yeah. little cult film known as Anaconda. Ooh, I like that movie. Oh, yeah, you got some John Voight in that movie. Some J-Lo. You got some even more John Voight in that movie. <laughs> you got a really terrible computer snake we'll uh-huh. get into. Oh, yeah. And the puppet snake competing for screen time. <laughs> yeah, it's a real duel of the dicks. <laughs> Uh, Oh, and John Voight. (laughs) So until next week with Anaconda, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zeta. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. <laughs>